Blog Talk Radio.
my spirit that not only is God restoring things to you, but he's restoring you back to where you belong. Can you just lift your hand in the atmosphere and shout, I've been restored. Shout it again, I've been restored.
put you back where you belong. This is why I was trying to get you the entire time. Father God, I thank you on tonight. I thank you on tonight, Father God. I thank you for everybody that's gathered here tonight under the sound of my voice, God. I thank you for this word, God, that you changed at the last minute, God, to say what you want to say, Lord God, to your people, Lord God. And I'm being obedient tonight to say what you want to say tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that lives will be saved, that lives will be healed and delivered on tonight. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for them, Lord God. Thank you for every phone number that's gathered on the line, Lord God. Their phone never represents their families, God, represents them, Lord God. So I thank you for them, and I thank you for their families. I thank you for their children on tonight, Lord God. I thank you that they will live, Lord God, despite what the, the system is saying about them, despite what society is saying about them, despite what the devil himself is saying about them. They shall live, and I give you honor and praise for the revelation that you brought forth in this word, and that they'll about to hear tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I give you honor and I give you praise. I only ask that you set me down tonight, Lord God, and that you set my in tonight, Lord God. Use me to your benefit, God, however you see fit. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. And as I always say, I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from Ezekiel 16, verses 4 through 9. This is Ezekiel 16, verses 4 through 9 from the NIV. On the day you were born, your cord was not cut. Nor were you washed with water to make you clean, nor were you rubbed with salt or wrapped in wrapped in cloth. No one looked on you with pity or had compassion had compassion enough to do any of the things any of these things for you. Rather, you were thrown out into an open field. For on the day you were born, you were despised. Then I passed by and saw you kicking in your own blood. And as you lay there in your blood, I said to you, live. I said to you, live. This is what God says. He says, live. I made you grow like a plant of the field. You grew and developed and entered purity. Your breasts had formed and your hair had grown. Yet you were stark naked. Later I passed by, and when I looked at you and saw that you were old enough for love, I spread the corner of my garment over you and covered your naked body. I gave you my solemn oath and and entered into a covenant with you, declared the sovereign Lord, and you became mine. That's the part I like. And you became mine. Verse 9. I bathed you with water, and I washed the blood 
from you and put ornaments on you. Ezekiel 16, again, that's verses 4 through 9 from the NIV. Even though in the text God is referring to Jerusalem, many of you can relate, including me. Many of you can relate. Many of us can relate. You know what it feels like to be bathed, to have God clean you up, to be washed in the blood of Jesus, redeemed anew. Somebody, you know exactly what what it feels like to be bathed, to have God clean you up, to be washed in the blood of Jesus, redeemed anew. Because if you're honest, you didn't have the best childhood. And when God found you, you were sprung out on drugs. You were being abused. You were doing all you could do inwardly to escape the side effects of growing up in a dysfunctional home. Adults just thought you were crazy. They just thought you were crazy. When when you were growing up, they just thought you were crazy. Adults thought you were crazy growing up because you had imaginary friends. But that's just how desperately you needed someone to talk to. But that's how desperate you were to have someone to talk to. That's how desperately you needed to escape. You couldn't escape physically. So as a child, you decided to escape. Mentally, in your mind. I know this is for somebody. I feel it already. You couldn't escape physically. So as a child, you decided to escape mentally in your mind. Parents, don't ever, hear me, don't be, don't ever be so busy doing what you're doing that you overlook your child's cries for help. Don't ever be so busy doing what you're doing that you overlook your child's cries for help. They're acting out. But why are they acting out? That's the question. That's the key question for tonight. They're acting out, but why are they acting out? Remember, the Bible says, though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Though it come at a cost, though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Proverbs 4 and 7, NIV. In other words, do the work needed at home as as a parent. Do the work needed at home at home as a parent. As a parent, do your own research. Don't just accept what they're saying about your child. Don't just accept what the doctors are saying. I thank God for the doctors, but don't just accept what the doctors are saying. As a parent, as parents, do your own research. Don't just accept what they're saying about your child. Don't just accept what the teacher is saying. Don't just accept what they got written on the progress report. Do your own research. Too many of our children are committing suicide. Too many of our children are committing suicide because they feel like no one understands them. Again, get an understanding. Though it costs you, Though it cost you all you had, though it come at great a great cost for you, maybe it's gonna cost you some time to really look into it. Maybe it's gonna cost you some money. Though it cost you, get an understanding because too many of our children are committing suicide because they feel like no one understands them. Get an understanding. Get an understanding because not every child 
that gets bad grades, gets suspended, gets placed in juvenile detention is actually bad. Not every child. Don't just throw them into the system. Not every child that gets bad grades, gets suspended, gets placed in juvenile detention is actually bad. That child that the system has labeled bad could just be a child that's battling. They're not bad. They're battling something deeper. They're battling deeper issues, and no one cares, and no one knows or cares enough to try to ask questions. As the text says, no one took pity on them or had compassion enough to do these things. That child that that has been labeled bad could just be battling some deeper issues. You need to look into it. Because right that right now they feel like no one cares. No one cares enough to ask questions, to look into it. Pay attention to your children. Pay attention to the way in which they use their imagination. Don't just pay attention to them, but pay attention to the way that they use their imagination. Is their imagination being used to encourage big dreams? Is their imagination being used? in a way to encourage big dreams, to promote future goals. Do they act out being a fireman, being a famous basketball player? How about a nurse or a singer? Or or, or are they using their imagination for something much deeper? Or are they using their imagination for something much deeper? I I bet you many of you don't even know. Are they using their imagination for something much deeper than being the next Wendy Houston, the next Kobe Bryant. In their mind, they have created for themselves a safe haven. In their mind, they have created for themselves a safe haven away from all the drama going on at home. See, they shouldn't have to get to school and the school psychologists start asking questions. There's no questions supposed to come from home. Them questions should come from you. You should be able to pull your child aside and calmly, don't get upset, don't accuse them of anything. Just ask the questions, the necessary questions. Because homework begins at home. Because homework is just at homework, it begins at home. Do your homework at home. You're always fussing at them about their homework. Want them to get their homework, get their lesson. Before they get to school, don't just wait till the last minute. You as a parent, don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till it's too late. Then we got to read about it on the news. This happened and that happened. Do your homework at home. Hear me. They are not crazy. That child is not crazy. They just need to escape. To take a break from what you can't see that's literally breaking them on the inside. There's something going on on it. There's something going on on the inside of them, and you can't see it, but it's literally breaking them on the inside. Don't just look at them and call them crazy, cause you see them mumbling to themselves, and you can't see nobody that they're talking to. They have imaginary friends, and those friends are there for a reason. It's your job to find out the reason. What's going on, somebody? What's going on in your home? That child is not crazy. Think with me. You know I like to make you think on Philippians. Did you think Jesus was crazy? When the Bible said that Jesus would often go to some place where he could be alone and pray. 
Did you think Jesus was crazy, was crazy because he needed a place to escape, to get away by himself and pray? That's Luke 5 and 16, and I read it from the CEV. Luke 5 and 16 from the CEV. Jesus would go somewhere alone. He needed an escape from the disciples and what they had going on in their daily walk with him. He needed to be alone, away from this person and that person, pulling on his anointing. Jesus needed space to pray. So did you think he was crazy when you read that in the Bible, that he needed time alone to go somewhere and pray? He needed an escape. Did you think he was crazy? But here's the thing. Not every child knows how to pray. But here's the thing. Not every child knows how to pray. They weren't raised like that, especially since prayer has been taken out of our school. So their first reaction to what's hurting them, to what's bothering them, it's not going to be to pray. I wish it was. But it's not going to be, let me go somewhere and pray. That's not going to be their first reaction because that's not the way the way they they the way that they were raised. So when something's hurting them, something's bothering them, that's not going to be their reaction. Most likely, their reaction is going to be to rebel. Most likely, their reaction is going, going to be to rebel because they feel like no one cares. Like no one understands. And we need to change that on tonight. As adults, we need to change that on tonight. We need to let the children know, let this next generation know that we care, that we understand, that we're trying to understand, that we have been where they are. We haven't always been been, been adults. We haven't always been big-sized humans, as small children would say. We've been human, but we ain't been big-sized humans. That's their way of saying that. We ain't always been adults. We've been children with issues, too. So more than likely, they will rebel because they feel no one cares and, and no one understands. I'm here tonight. My assignment tonight, it changed at the last minute. I posted that this message would be Liz. But I didn't think it was going to go in this direction. So I'm just following the Lord's leading. I'm here tonight. So what I'm really here tonight for, for is to speak life over our children. I'm here tonight to speak life over our children. No matter what you've been tangled up in, God says live. No matter what you've been tangled up in, God says live. God says live. That's the title of tonight's message. Live. I speak life. I speak life. God has seen your struggle. Teenager, preteen, God has seen your struggle. He knows you're ready for so much more. You're desperate. You want someone to love you. Guess what? He loves you. And guess what else? If you can hear my my voice for whatever reason, because it's all over social media and you ran across this, it was no accident. Prophet Stacy loves you as well. You desperately want someone to love you. Guess what? You're loved on tonight. No one took pity on you, took compassion on you like tonight's text says, and did for what you, did for you what you needed. But God knows. God knows where, where you went lacking, where you've been lacking. But you know what? Today is a new day. Today is a new day. Time to let the past go. I speak life. Live. Over every child considering suicide as a way of escape. 
live. I plead the blood of Jesus over your mind, over your emotions right now in the name of Jesus. You shall not die, but you shall live. You shall not die, but you shall live. You shall not die, but you shall live. Give me a minute. Somebody, you shall not die. Pay attention to that child. The devil shall not, shall not cause them to do something to themselves. You shall not die. You shall live. According to Proverbs one eighteen and 17. From the Passion Translation, it says, it says, you will not let them kill me, but I will live to tell the world what the Lord has done for me. That's right. Young person, God will not let them kill you. I don't care how the devil is coming at you, who he's using to come at you. And I don't care how it's getting to your mind, how it's getting to your brain, telling you to do this and do that. I bind that right now in the name of Jesus. You will not let them kill me. But I will live to tell the world what the Lord has done for me. You will testify after this. You will testify. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. You will testify. God has a plan for your life that does not include you being harmed or abandoned in accordance with Jeremiah 29 and 11. God has a plan for your life that does not include you being harmed or abandoned in accordance with Jeremiah 29 and 11. 11. You deserve to live in spite of what you are currently going through. Or have been through in your past. I know it hasn't been it hasn't been the greatest, and it doesn't feel good to be surrounded by adults, and nobody or not nobody's paying you any attention. I know it don't feel good, but you know what? You deserve to live, to be loved, to be treated with value. Live the love. Live. Live. Live on tonight. I've been where you are. Live live on tonight. I've been where you are. Felt overlooked. Taken for granted. Like I was a burden. Like maybe why am I here? What am I here for? Do I need to be here? All those questions. And more because the devil knows how to play it. But I come against that on tonight. You shall not die, but live. I thought this message was going to go another way, but God knows best. This message is for you. If you're a young person listening to the sound of my voice and you want to reach out and contact me, you can call or text 865-408-8690. 865-408-8690. That number hasn't been on social media for a while, but I'm going to post it tonight. Just for you, if you need it, call me or text me. Because you need to know that there's an adult in your corner that's not going to judge you, that's not going to blame you. But I will be there. I will be there for you. With that being said, I'm still in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what you brought forth on tonight. 
Let's talk salvation. Now, this is for everybody. Because I know everybody listens to the sound of my voice not, is not saved. I wish that you were. The Bible says in hell that the rich man lifted up his eyes. He lifted up his eyes, which which means that he was aware and he was alert and he had mobility. That's Luke 16, verses 22 through 23, King James Version. That's not what you want. You don't want to lift up your eyes and know that you're in hell. Especially if you know it. You know exactly where you are. And you y'all you also know that it's too late. You don't want that. No, you want to lift up your eyes and feel the peace of God. There's a passage. Oh, understanding. I pray that there was some young person tonight that you will experience the peace of God. There's a passage. All understanding. And for those that get that's getting saved tonight, you need to know the peace of God. You need to feel and experience the peace of God and know that you have eternal peace. And that you are with Jesus. Philippians 4 and 7 from the New King James. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8, New King James. That's for those of us have, that have lost loved ones. I like to say lost because if you know where they went, then you know where they are. So I'm just going to say that has have had loved ones to pass, loved ones to transition. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8 from the New King James says, To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's a beautiful scripture. But here's the thing. Here's the big question for tonight. Who is your Lord? It's time you made Jesus. Young people, you too. Because transitioning has no age limit. It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 through 10 tells you how you can do that. Romans 10, 9 and 10 from the NIV says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Just as simple as that. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So open up your mouth. Pretend like you're at a, a game and your favorite team is winning and you're going hysterical, screaming stuff like, we we won. I know we were going to do it. And that's my team. And I told y'all all that stuff y'all be saying that I don't understand. So open your mouth and repeat after me. Give it that same kind of excitement. Jesus. I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you. I repent of any wrong actions, words spoken, or thoughts I've had. I believe with my heart that you are the Son of God, raised from the dead. I need you, but not only do I need you, I want you as my Lord and my Savior. You are my choice on tonight. With faith as little as a mustard seed, I believe. Somebody say it with me. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Say it again. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come. Amen. I already gave you my personal number to call if you need to reach out to me. So I'm not going to go over it again right now. But it will be up on social media, media, especially if you're a young person. And you're hearing this message. I don't care if it's 
three months from now. I don't care if it's six months from now, a year from now. If you need me, that number's going to be the same, and you can reach out. I don't mind. Or you can, if you don't want to call or text, some people prefer to email me. That's fine. You can email me at prolificfire. It's prolificfire at gmail.com. Prolific, P-R-O-L-I-F-I-C, fire, F-I-R-E, prolificfire at gmail.com. As I said, if you miss the number or you need the number, it will be up on social media. Now, other announcements. If you need this ministry, it's PayPal or Cash App me info because you were blessed on tonight because this this word brought deliverance to you, brought healing to you, brought back memories of your childhood that you needed to release, that you need to let that you needed to let go of and move forward because as Jacqueline said in the opening, Jacqueline Carr, you have been restored. You have been restored. If you need if you need to reach out to me, please do so. If you've been restored and you need to reach out to me, please do so. But if you want to sow into this word, if you want to sow into this word, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol, prolificfire. The dollar symbol. Prolific Fire, the P and Prolific is capital, the F and Fire is capital. Written all together. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Property Stacy. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. You can DM me, inbox me on either one of those. People do so all the time, and that is fine. That's what I'm here for. Also, check out prolificfire.com. You can send in your prayer request that way. It will come directly to me, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Or you can donate to the ministry through prolificfire.com as well. Just check it out. If you don't get your prayer request in, if you don't reach out to me in private to talk to me about whatever you need to talk about, then your next opportunity will be live with us because I will be there too. Be there with us on Friday night with Properties Paid. Join my sister Properties Paid for a time of prayer and encouragement. Friday night. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. By calling the number that many of you call tonight. 347-426-3782. 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken then too. So call in. The phone lines will be open. I choose not to open the phone lines on prolific fire because the subject matters always be deep. And real life issues, and I don't want to put nobody on the spot. So the Holy Spirit told me to shut the phone lines down and just give the people a way to reach out to me one on one. And I've done that for tonight. I'm going to post it so you can see it. Then be sure to join me back here on Prolific Fire Saint Nighttime and Place, Monday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific, for another word from the Lord. With all of that being said, I pray that you got what you needed tonight. If not, tune back in next week for another word. Ministering in another direction. I never know what direction the Lord is going to go in. So if you hear something that fits you, receive it, receive, receive. If not, tune back in because there is a word for you. Or go back and listen listen to some of the older message, messages from this ministry. 
You can listen to the replays. They're available online as well. With all of that being said for tonight, everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. I'm out.